Have you thought about your future? Thought about what you actually want three years from now in your life and in your business? At Pivot Me, we call that your my three why. This vision, this dream, this clear, clear idea of what your business runs like, what your life runs like, what your health and your relationships, all the things that make up you. We don't like to do a separate business plan and vision casting and then do some individual goals. No, no, they're all going to be run by you. We incorporate them. Hope you've got an idea of what your life looks like in three years from now. Now, If you have thought about your vision, are we making sure that the tasks that we do each day roll up into that vision? See, most of us haven't even considered if our daily tasks actually get us closer to our three-year goal. And today I'm going to explain to you what a one move is, why it matters, and how easy it is to do each day. Let's get into it. Welcome to Pivot Me where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high-performance habits, the Multiply Me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real, simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. All right, today we're walking through the one move that we use at Pivot Me. We're also walking through a quick overview of the My 3Y. But before we get into this, we want to cover two things. One, I wanted to say thank you. I wanted to say thank you for supporting the Pivot Me podcast. If you're a new listener, if you're a longtime listener, if you've been here since the days of less... Less audio equipment, perhaps, maybe more rambling. I'm not sure how we started out, but you know, we have learned a few things over the several years we've been doing this now. We're coming up on, you know, I want to say our second decade, but like the 200s, episode 200s. I don't know how to say that well, but anyways, we've been doing this for a while and we can't do this without your support. I so appreciate the listens, the rate and reviews. It matters so much. Man, if you hear a podcast and it resonates with with you and you know it could help somebody out, forwarding along helps us spread our impact, which matters tremendously to us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support of the podcast. That's the first thing. Let's talk about number two. Number two is snow a lot of snow. We are experiencing the snow apocalypse here in the Nevada, California border. It is tons of snow, feet of snow, ridiculous, seemingly photoshopped amounts of snow. And if you don't live around snow, that may sound exciting. Oh, we're going to get snowed in. Oh, how quaint. We'll make scones and coffees and just sit out the blizzard. But it's not how it gets done, son. No, your life must continue on despite all the feet of snow, but just with a lot of snow involved, like life continues. Now, through this process though, one thing that did not continue is school. Schools closed a lot. Sometimes they were delayed, so sometimes they were just canceled altogether. Actually, in fact, schools canceled so much that our school district 
actually ran out of snow days for the kids. Like there's a allotted amount of days we ran out of them. So what does that mean for the parents in this district? That means that <laughs> though your kids cannot go to school, they cannot be taught by a teacher in person. They must be taught at home through Zoom calls, Microsoft Teams, lots of tech issues peppered in with the meltdowns. This, my friend, is a time management nightmare. So let me illustrate. Last Thursday, I have my normal work day planned. It's full of client onboarding contracts, financial reviews. It's stacked not to worry. I've got this. Or do I? That's until the dreaded 5 a.m. text comes from the school district. And on-site school has been canceled. However, your child is still expected to log on through their own laptops. Hope your kid has your own laptop on time, ready to learn. This, my friends, is a logistical nightmare because most young kids are not ready to learn online and certainly not stay on task. Any distance learning parent knows this is a struggle bus that comes by in the morning and loads a lot of us right up. All right, so what do we do about it? So Like I always tell our daughters, if we can't change it, we better get busy learning to work with it. So in moments like this, I have to practice ruthless prioritization. This all all rolls up into our topic. Stick with me, strap in, put the seatbelt on. I'm taking you for a ride. So in moments like this, I got to practice ruthless prioritization. Not everything is going to get done. Not when suddenly there are two kids at home that need to be learning on laptops and staying on task and all of those things. Now, everything's not going to get done. All my work items and probably not all their school items are going to get done. And I've got to make peace with that. If I insist that everything still gets done, I will stress out me, my team, my kids, ain't nobody happy if I do that. So I have to prioritize. When we are spinning too many plates, we can either decide which plates to put down or we can just, you know, let them naturally come crashing down on their own. I like to be proactive and decide which plates I put down. So this kind of takes like a check-in with you. Like, all right, what's not going to get done? I, I I know that, and I used to do this too. I was like, no, 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 I'll just be more efficient. I'm going to double down. I'm going to get it all done. And ultimately that just drove everybody nuts. So, so I prioritize. I decide which of the most important things to get done in my day. And I always know my one move. Let's talk about my one move. My one move is the thing that I can do in a day that will get me closer to a larger vision of my life or business. So the larger vision of my life and business, sort of the the three-year vision, we'll, we'll kind of go big first and then we'll come down small. So big is three years out, I know what my life and business is gonna be three years from now. And at Pivot Me, we call that the my three why, the vision of your life and business three years out. You don't need to know how you're going to get there, but you do need to know what. And here's why this three-year vision is so important because ultimately it's like your GPS coordinates. It's where it's where the map is leading you. You got to know where you're headed or else who knows where you're going to end up. So it's not just about casting a vision and having GPS coordinates. It also helps us determine what is the most important task we need to get done each day. This important task, your one move, should be on your to-do list. This is the thing that's moving you closer to your future. However, most of us don't even have our one move on our to-do list. 
uh, the thing that's most going to move us towards our future, we don't even have it. So, okay, what am I talking about? So I'm saying, hey, here's the most important thing you can done, get done each day. And it's probably not on your to list. You're like, wait, April, I've got a long to-do list. There's 30 things on there today. How can this not be on there? Let me explain. I'm talking about the fact that most of the things on our to-do list are just maintaining the life and business we already have. Look at the results you have in your life so far. It'll just be more of that. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you want more, you've got to not work more. If you want more, you've got to prioritize more. But here's the truth. A to-do list, so if you've got a to-do list in your hand or on your phone, a to-do list is a collection tool, not a prioritization tool. People have lists of things they need to get done. They've got lists on their phones. They've got them printed out. They've got apps. And most people start at the top. Of course, the bottom quarter never gets addressed. Most of the clients that I sit down with, we're talking through their vision. We're talking about where we're going. We're talking about the stuff they've got to get done. And they will rattle it off how busy they are and how much needs to get done. And then when I ask them what their one move is, they don't know because they're missing the prioritization. We've all made this mistake. I've made this mistake. If I don't remind myself every day, I can continue to make this mistake. Now, when I say what's the most important thing, we need to factor in. So, okay, we're talking about this one move, right? And this is the most important task we can do each day. And that task should get us closer. It should move the needle towards our three-year vision. So for example, let's just say your three-year vision involves you being a best-selling author. Great. There needs to be some form of writing, some kind of activity that moves you closer to being that best-selling author. If everything on your to-do list is just maintaining your current business, which is not involved writing that best-selling book, then you have got to pull that forward. You've got to show up with that in your schedule or on your to-do list. Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. Now, when I talk about the the one move, when I say what is the most important thing, we need to factor in a few things. Let's talk about that. First is, notice I said important, not urgent, which is a classic concept, right? This has been around in time management, personal development for a long time. Urgent are things like the client that called twice this morning. It might be urgent, especially to him, but they may not be the most important thing for the future of your business. Urgent might be the doctor appointment you need to reschedule. Oh man, I got a call. The eye doctor scheduling four months out. Mm, Yeah, it needs to get done, but it is not the most important thing to move the needle on your life in business. Like it's, yeah, okay, we need to make our eye doctor appointments, but, but those, my friend, those are maintenance tasks. 
big, bold, beautiful lives are not created for maintenance tasks. I'm asking you to instead complete your one move. So beyond maintenance task, what is important for your future? The thing that will advance you towards your three-year vision, not just maintain what you already have. Now we do need to maintain what we already have, of course, like you have to go to the eye doctor, you have to call your client back and you will right after you do the most important thing for your future, your one move. You see, we often procrastinate on the most important thing we've got to get done each day. We put it off often till the end of the day. When we aren't our sharpest, the day has gotten away from us. We have been walloped by OPP, other people's priorities. And oh yeah, we also have decision fatigue because it's at the end of the day, we've made a hundred decisions and we're not at our best. That is not when we do our best work. Yet so many people leave the most important thing of their day to like 4.45 PM. It doesn't work well. It doesn't work well. And then it just rolls over to the next day. In short, there's three, I would say there's three main mistakes that we make with our one move. So so number one, so again, the one move is this, this task that you can do today that gets you to your three-year vision, okay? So here's, here's mistake number one. We don't know it. We literally do not know what is the one move we can do today to advance our vision. We look at our to-do list and we're like, I don't know what would get me to my three-year goal. Maybe. Maybe we, we, maybe you don't know what your three-year goal is at all. So you're like, I don't know if any of these things get me where I'm going. So then we got to, we got to back the the train up a little bit and, and, and kind of cast a vision for you. But number one mistake, we don't know it. Number two, we delay it. I know what my one move is. Sure. I know it, but I'm not going to do it just yet. I'm going to wait till 4.45 PM and then I'll have the energy and time to tackle it then. No, that doesn't really work very well for most of us. So number three mistakes that we make around our one move. We mistake urgent for important. The tasks that are so very urgent rise up to the top of our to-do list. They, they can mistakenly get prioritized. We feed the dog that barks the loudest, but our goals, our dreams, they don't bark the loudest. You got to listen for them. It's a real-time example. I posed this question to um, one of my clients, Alexander. I said, I, so I asked him, I said, hey, do you know what your one move is for the day? Like, what's the one thing that you could do to move you toward, through your vision? And he said, yeah, I, I do know what it is. I said, great, have you done it? He said, no. I said, okay. Um, well, if you know what your one move is, then do you know why you're not doing it? Do you know maybe how you self-sabotage and not complete your one move every day? And he knew right away, like he had this big smile, his big old grin came across his face. He's like, oh, I I know exactly what I do to avoid, you know, making my one move. He said, and I, I love this. He said, I busy myself with operational tasks. I reply to emails from my employees. I'll revisit a contract, unnecessary or not important operational tasks. That's how I avoid it. So true. I love when he shared that. And so it's so true because I do the same thing. And here's what I want to tell you, Pivoter. There's actually a name for this form of procrastination. It's called creative avoidance. My friend Rory Vaden talks about this in his book, Procrastinate on Purpose. Creative avoidance is subconsciously creating things for yourself to do so that you can do those things as a means of feeling productive, but really it's a giant scheme for avoiding doing the things you know you should be doing. You see, we'll look busy. 
Oh, I need to get this contract signed. I have to reply to my sales manager email. Oh, look at me being so productive in maintenance tasks. It makes us feel better than just scrolling on social media. These things do need to get done, right? Well, after you do your one move, it is important for you to understand how you too creatively avoid your one move. So we talk about knowing your one move. That makes sense. And then I said, hey, I asked Alexander how he how he creatively avoids his. Let me share some other things I heard. So I posed, I posed the question to the Pivot Me Academy today. I said, okay, for the people that know what their one move is each day, right? So people raise their hand. Yep, I know what my one move is each day. I said, all right. We talk a lot about self-sabotage in our mastermind. I said, how do you avoid it? How do you practice creative avoidance? Here's some of what I heard today. Number one was, uh, um, I answer really, really old client emails. So it'll be like a client that sent them something five months ago and they're like, hey, sorry for the delay, but dot, 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 right? Like it's not important if it's five months ago, most likely. Um, that's, that's what one person shared. Second person said, I check in with my staff a lot. You good? You good? Need anything? Man, I look like a helpful boss, but secretly I'm just avoiding something that feels too big. Maybe an opportunity that's too scary. Third, third thing I heard a woman said, she said, I start listing all the things I need to get done, making a compelling case to just myself that I'm so busy, of course I can't tackle my one move today. Last one I heard is instead of doing my one move, this was good. Instead of doing my one move, like the actual task, I research ways to make it better. I overcomplicate it until I just don't do it and push it off until another day. So again, these are the ways that people were creatively avoiding the most important thing that they could get done each day to move the needle in the direction of their future. Now, now that I read that list out loud, which one of those resonate with you? Come on. I know you have your own particular flavor of creative avoidance. We all do. Here is the thing. Most of us are not prioritizing the most important thing. Hmm. Until now, two of the most powerful words in the English language until now, when we know better, we do better. You now know about your one move. You know about the My 3 Why. We were going to talk about it more in, in future episodes because it is key to the Pivot Me work that we do. You know about creative avoidance. Let's kick this into action steps because as we say, education without execution is just another form of distraction. And I ain't here to distract you. I'm here to make you better. I'm here to make myself better. Let's do this together. All right. So what I want you to do, well, let's actually start from the beginning. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll scale back a little bit. So first, first is vision. You should have a vision of where you're going. Again, we'll expand on this more because I, I really want you to understand this My 3Y concept. But I'd in fact, I'd love you to do the, the Pivot Me My 3Y exercise. Shoot us an email on info at pivot-me.com and when we'll make something happen for you. So first is vision. Second, identify the thing that gets you there. So if in your My3Y you have, I've written a best-selling book in three years from now, great. Your one move should probably be around writing each day. It should be a word count. It doesn't have to be a lot. You just need to move the needle in the direction of your future. Like you've got the coordinates, just make sure that you take a couple steps 
in the direction of your future. Number three, time. Each day you should have a cutoff for when you need to make your one move by. So mine is at 9.27 a.m. If you've ever, if you've seen me speak, um, this is in my keynote speech, but I'll give you a spoiler today. A spoiler alert, here it comes. Um, mine is 9.27 a.m. because I pretend that Milton from Office Space is upset about a stapler and he's coming to my office and he's gonna burn the building down at 9.27 a.m. And my one move will be the thing I'm most glad I got done that day. So you need to pick a time. It doesn't have to be 9.27, but if you're, if you're an Office Space fan, you should probably pick that time. All right, so let's recap. Let's bring it all around. So today we discussed what your one move was, the one move you can make the move that you can take to get you closer to your three-year vision. The my three why, the pivot me my three why is the vision of your life and business three years out from now. We talked about creative avoidance, the way we busy ourselves with unimportant tasks, sometimes maintenance tasks to appear productive, but avoiding those critical tasks to move us closer to our vision. Now, what are you gonna do with this information? Nothing. Do nothing with this information. This is pure audio entertainment. You dial in for entertainment. No, no, uh, just kidding. Um, I know you execute. I know you do. Maybe you take some notes. Maybe you jot some things down. Maybe you're just driving and noodling. Are, are we on a run together? Like what's happening? Are you on a run? You know, I have got these big foam headphones, like the over-the-air headphones, which are like making a comeback, which makes me real happy. I like it but I can't run with them. It's killing me because it just has this like intense, well, like it's bouncing when you're running, right? So I have to run with like the little earbuds. It's not the same audio experience. Anyways, maybe you're running, maybe you're not. Maybe you have a suggestion on headphones that I can run with that don't bounce around as much, but are still um, over the air. Uh, But let's get back on track. Here we are. Where are we? We're back. Okay. So we're talking about what you're doing with this information. We're back on track. You are going to think about where you want to be three years from now, the life you'll have, the business you'll run. Then you're going to look at your to-do list and find the tasks that actually support your three-year vision. The big, bold, beautiful moves that you're going to make that get you closer to your my three why. And then you are going to set a time each day that that one thing needs to get done by. If you are an office space fan, I'd recommend 9.27 a.m. Don't be surprised though, when you do this, when you look at your to-do list, at your schedule, if you only see maintenance tasks, if there is nothing on your to-do list or your schedule that is actually getting you closer to your three-year vision, it might all be maintenance tasks. And that's okay. Again, when we know better, we do better. So we need to bring in a one move. We need to bring in something that gets you to your vision. Now go out there and make You are one move. We'll talk next week. Thanks. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.